It's the Sportzilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, ESPN Utica Rome, now on 96.5 FM. 53 yards, he has not missed as a professional. Also perfect on extra points. But it's that kind of day for kickers in Atlanta. Calling it? Calling it. He's going deep right here. It's kind of fun doing the whole future home run call. Call it, J.D. Go, baby. The Sportzilla Show starts now. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sportzilla Show. Glad to have you for another afternoon. ESPN Radio Utica, Rome, now 96.5 FM. Of course, the options are on AM at 1310 and 1350. The ESPNUR app. Go mobile with us. Stream at ESPNUR.com. Enable the skill on your phone. If you have an Amazon Alexa, say open ESPN Utica, Rome. It's nice to have some live, local and a little bit of national sports talk in the afternoon. It's got to be nice to jump in the car, because I know you listen, Gary Heenan. Yeah. The brain is in studio with us from Utica College men's hockey, of course. But Sean Coffey said this to us as well. He's like, you pop in the car, and you got him talking about us now. <laughs> I don't know if it's happened to you quite yet, but yeah. Sean said it has. Yeah, no, it's a refreshing uh, change. It is, it is. Hype it, us up, come on. Hype me up. You, got, I, you know, we <laughs> tell our guys where to tune into if they want to hear about themselves. <laughs> and uh, right now, we're you know we're trying to pump them up and stay high on each other. So it's uh, it's it's a good thing. Hey, it's all about ESPN. I love it. Best thing about uh, the brain, Gary Heenan, he comes in, he does not, he will not put the headphones on because of the goop, which we had talked about last time. I think we had you on the phone. I'm, I'm headed to our women's game, so, you know, I got to look good here. I'm, yeah. gl- I'm glad because we're going <laughs> to ask you about that. But I, I just want to give you a, a direct message, and I'm going to let everybody know we're on Facebook Live right now at ESPNUR. If you want to go there, you like the page, we'd love if you do that. Interact with us at ESPN Sportsilla on Facebook is also an option. We'll cover Twitter in a second. But a direct message from the ladies out in the office they we were talking about, I had mentioned, I'm like, Heenan won't put on his headphones because of his hair, because of the goop. And they all said, well, he is he is a pretty guy. Oh, pretty. Pretty, pretty was pretty. the word they used. This is good. That's a great, you know, the description of a hockey coach that tries to be a hard guy. Yeah, pretty. You can, you can say hey, he's it a real guy. Yeah, it, it could be worse, Gary. It could be worse. It could be worse. Okay. You pretty. Can, you he's can a pretty say, guy. Yeah, hey, he's a beauty or something like that, but it's a little well, different. I know coffee ain't getting that, so that's a good thing. It's yeah. true. It's true. Not one up. So it is national. It must be the hair, by the way. It's, oh, it's definitely the hair. It's National Girls and Women in Sports Day. And we had talked about this on our Syracuse version of Sportzilla. We were just, it applies to athletes. It applies to broadcasters. It's recognizing the females. And it's great that you're going to the girls game. They've got something going on fantastic, which we're going to get to if you don't know. But we were just talking about, like, as far as broadcasting, Doris Burke in the NBA is a great one. Rachel Nichols is another one who covers the NBA. Lisa Salter, Sarah Spain, Mina Kimes, Katie Nolan. There's so many of them. But some, some great ladies that work over at Utica College involved in the sports programs, too. Not, not just the athletes, but behind the scenes as well. But talk up those ladies. I know you're a girl dad yourself. I'm a girl dad. Yeah. You, you saw that hashtag after Kobe passed. Absolutely. Yep. This all means something to you. And, and, you know, we have a lot of fun with you, Gary. Yep. But you, you're always on the right path to doing the right thing and giving back and recognizing others, you know, teaching your players to be good teammates and and to do that you have to lead by example being a coach. Yeah. So that's how you live your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Talk up these ladies. Yeah, first. I mean the same year that I came into Utica College, Michelle Davis with the women's basketball program came in. So we've both been there the twenty years. We're we're the dinosaurs there and and uh you know she'll tell you that I'm I'm constantly at her games with my kids supporting her. Uh she's a ball of fire. We we got a lot of similarities in the style of coaching we have. Laurel Simmer, of course, is is being honored somewhat today and her legacy of, of being a survivor and a fighter. 
uh, when she was diagnosed with cancer and and she now has stepped into Gil's shoes and she's done it seamlessly. Yes, yeah, she has. Uh, you know, very, very well. And so she's definitely kind of uh, the person behind the scenes that makes us look really, really good for guys like yourselves and getting you all the information, the videos out. But, you know, Kristen's been with our lacrosse program. Brooke's over on the, on the soccer program now. I mean, it's all, everybody's doing so well there with the women's sports. And, and you know, somewhat a little shout out to my alma mater, Hamilton, which I don't really ever do. But on the women's topic, they, a couple of years ago, I think they do it every year. They do a women's in sports day where every, uh, it's free. Your, your kid can go up there as a, as, a, as a young female and experience every sport in one day on a Sunday. And that's awesome. And it's just all the female athletes, female coaches. And so I brought my daughter up there. And I tell you, it, uh, it was just, it was a spectacular day. Role models for my young daughter to see and, and just a chance to try a sport for half an hour, move on to the next one, half an hour. For the, I thought it was just brilliantly done. So, you know, we are surrounded by, uh, I got a good friend who's coaching the women's basketball team at, at SUNY. Um, uh, of course, Sean Coffey's wife is down at HCCC. Gabrielle's out there, yeah. So uh, we're surrounded by great female role models in, in the athletic industry in this community. And uh, and I would encourage people that have young sons or daughters to get out and, and see these great female athletes and female coaches do their thing. Can I just interject? Mrs. Heenan is tolerating you having a Valentine's Day coming up against Chatham. Uh, uh, just, what, are we 10 days away from that, nine days away but from that? But what else spells love more than watching your husband coach, you know, on Valentine's Day? <laughs> so uh, she'll be in the She never misses a game. She has never, ever missed a home game. In the 19 years. So, uh, yeah, absolutely got the support vine there. If I could make a confession, when I was on my honeymoon in Chicago, I made my bride, my new bride, go to a Flames-Blackhawks game. That's how I knew it was love, for That's sure. That's love. I, you know, and we wound up divorced a couple of years later, but nonetheless, <laughs> it's a great honeymoon. Yeah, it was not a Hawks fan. <laughs> hey, it's at, over. At the time, it was perfect. Gary Heenan is the brain and the coach of Utica College Men's Hockey Pioneers. Joining us here on the Sports Hill Show, it's ESPN Radio Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. The women's gold ribbon game tonight, 7 o'clock. Take it from there. Tell everybody from your perspective, because you got some inside knowledge that we don't have, what this is all about. It's the seventh annual, by the way. Yeah, Laurel, again, brought it, kind of brought it to the women's program. She's an alum of the program, brought it to Dave Clausen. Brian Grady, who's now in charge of fundraising athletics at Colgate, was on staff at that time and helped get it off the ground. There's a little tie into the Sean Grady fund. This is going way back now yeah, sure. with, 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 with really childhood cancer and my good buddy, uh, Phil Grady. And so there, there was just a lot of connections in and around Utica College to get this game uh, from our women's program off the ground. And it's it's fighting childhood cancer and, and the awareness around that. So these ladies will all be wearing jer- special jerseys tonight that will be auctioned off. And, and all of it goes towards helping you know, these kids that are in the battle of, of their life. So it's, uh, it's beyond sports. You know, it's that, that, that thing that, uh, that college athletes do pro athletes do, uh, to give back and say, Hey, this is, this is something that's bigger than the sport itself. And let's chip back in. And, and, and it's great for the college athlete to realize I actually, I think I retweeted it. There was a a young lady on, on our women's team that just put it perfect perspective and just said, we get to play tonight. You know, uh, these kids don't get to play the game because they're fighting, uh, you know, a, a life-threatening disease. So 
um, you know, we're going down, me and the kids tonight, and, and we'll support the ladies, and, and it should be a great hockey game as well. So you could bid online, and then they reopen the bidding, and I believe the minimum bid is $100, right? And you can go to the Utica College website and, Correct. and find all the links to direct you wherever you need to go. There's even a live stream of the game if you're not able to make it down to the game. All through ucpioneers.com. Yep. So that's pretty much fantastic scoop. Yes. I, I know you got a lot to say about this. Well, seventh annual now. Yes. And they've raised over $30,000 to fight childhood cancer, which is a, a wonderful thing. And you, you get to go watch some hockey and help some kids out who deserve your help, need your help. And, uh, Give them a little hope too, as well. It's 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 a great thing, and you get to bring home a pretty cool jersey. Well, yeah, and the jerseys, well, you, I, I tell you, it's a hundred dollar jersey value. I mean, I, you know, we make these all the time. It's a hundred dollar value. So somebody donates the jersey, but who's kidding? Who you're getting that that jersey for a hundred? So hey, you know, let's get beyond that minimum and. Let's get the couple hundred, three hundred dollars out of your wallet, and then uh, it all goes to a good cause. Goes to a great cause. All right, let's talk about your team. Gary Heenan is in studio with us on the Sports Illustrated Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at ninety six point five FM. Listen, you got to deflect. I don't want to hear anything about you. You're always taking all the credit for everything, Gary. <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah. You're number four in the nation now. You're up to number four. The nine to one win over Nazareth secured that. Uh, you got uh, UCHC Player of the Week and Connor Landergan. I mean, let's just start there. This team's playing good right now. You've got to be happy. But I know you're going to tell us you can always get a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, we, we did a, a, a pretty lengthy video session today where we chopped some guys down and, and some of our systems play down. And there's holes in our game. I mean, you know, I think I was in here a couple of weeks ago and told, yeah, we score a lot of goals. You know, we're pretty fun to watch. Uh, we were very dynamic on on transition play and, and our speed through the neutral zone. Um we are not as gritty as we were last year. We, we scored a different way last year. Um, so we are much more of a high-flying, entertaining style of game, which can drive a coach a little nuts. Uh, we got to put up with some neutral zone turnovers, the risk-reward. Uh, but, uh, but there are holes defensively. We, you know, we're coming off a 9-1 win with one goal against, but we are letting too many goals in at, at the same time right now. So our PK number's not great. PP number's coming along. Goal scoring is, I think, we're number one in the nation there. Um, so that bodes well, but we finally got three lines. I think we're, we're good with, uh, it's been picking names out of a hat all year, you know, which is remarkable with where we're ranked in scoring for sure. But we really have, I mean, everybody's like, geez, your offense is clicking. You must have your lines down. No, I mean, it's just been kind of, it seems like every time we talk to you, scoop, you can attest to this. We're talking about a different guy that had kind of been carrying the team through a string of games. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the only one that's noticed that. I'm sure you have well, two. You have the numbers. It's Landrigan's, you know, first player of the week, which we expected him to be a horse, but he was out six, seven weeks with an injury. So he comes in, you know, really well rested in terms of his body coming off an injury, and he's taking over right now. So it's given us a, you know, a boost when we need it as the season's getting long for these guys. Uh, but, uh, it, it, you know, it, you're right. It's been a cry. You look at it, there's a lot of depth in our scoring. Are you talking about playoffs with your guys yet? We're talking about playoff seedings. Okay. You know, so it's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of hype on our national ranking. There, there's something called the power ratings, which are which are really the true national rankings, um, which the NCAA pulls people off. And and I know our guys chat all about that. You know, it's hard to, to, to stay away from it. But as a staff, we leave that alone and, and we're focused on, we're in third place in our league. Um, you know, so what we do is we have, Wilkes University circled, which is in second. We have Stevens University, which is in third. And first, that's posted every week in our locker room. This is what we got to do to get to second place this weekend. And we're just trying to stay focused on that. So how do you uh, 
How does that affect your your uh, seedings, I guess, when you go into the playoffs? As a, you're third now as opposed to being second or first. You got these great national rankings, uh, which means there's sort of a, an expectation of where you're going to go, obviously, and where you're at now, maybe c- compared to some other people. But Wilkes, who you, you seem to handle, mm-hmm. they're in front of you. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 like, what's the difference from being third and first when you you go to the playoffs, yeah, I, you know, I'm I, not sure a lot of people understand how this whole thing yeah, works. Yeah, and you know, I think we somebody said it to me today. It might have been our trainer said, you know, the luxury we have is is our guys, our guys themselves aren't smart enough to figure out how they get picked. It might be a blessing in some ways, exactly. You know? So if we can convince them, hey, just focus on getting home ice in your league playoffs, the national tournament will take care of itself. And it really will. We put ourselves in tremendous position for that tournament. Um, but if we just take care of our business within our own league, that'll that will take care of itself, and it could be really exciting for this community and our in our hockey program. Um, but our only two losses are in our league. You know, we went undefeated out of conference, which 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 is pretty remarkable. Um, and, and so we we have put ourselves in in a, in a really good spot. Looking at big picture, we're trying to just let's stay small picture on Elmira on Friday. Well, yeah, and they got you guys earlier in the year. So what do you? What's the challenge they bring to the ice this weekend for you guys? I, th- I think for us, it's a great question. Our two losses are against two teams we're going to still play in the next three weeks that are that are you know that are only two blemishes. So the payback factor is there, and the thing that we've talked about is, and this might come across, we are the best team in this conference. The only team that beats us is ourselves. How can you have a different mindset? You can't. I mean, that's what we talk about. And, and the two te- the two times that we that we, we lost to Elmira, we lost to Dazi down there, Utica guy that coaches Stevenson. We just didn't play well. You know, the Elmira game up here was flat, awful. You said that. I remember you saying that. I can't tell you how many fans were ripping me in town, seeing me in grocery stores, yelling at me. That, um, I got accosted in a local pizza, pizzeria by a fan. <laughs> was it the uh, defensive lapses that you've kind of alluded to? Well, actually... Both of those were just flat, no shows, don't care. Why am I playing hockey? You know, back to this childhood cancer thing. You know, you should be loving that you're on the ice having fun playing playing the game of hockey. Um, and so those were spirited chats after those games. Man, it's you know? crazy. I've run into you. I've run into you a bunch of places around town just randomly. Yeah. Aside from you know times we agree to get yeah. together to do things like this. And I was just give you a hug. Well, I don't yell at you. I had hockey. about a, a mid seventies fan wearing a UC hockey hat that wanted to go toe to toe with me because I was the worst coach in the world. Uh, and coming off the Elmira game, I actually believed them. I was yeah, like, "No, yeah, yeah. you win. I'm terrible." You I, know? Got, I got nothing to say here. Just trying to get out of the pizzeria, you know. But uh, that's a true story. But uh, it uh, we can be pretty good. I mean, we we have the pieces. Uh, we just came, uh, Rutkowski just came back off the injury. So we're a hundred percent healthy going into Friday. Um, and as you guys know, if you're healthy this time of year, you're lucky. You still, yeah. Your luck's starting to fall in place. So uh, we're pretty fired up for this Friday game. And and I think your question was how, what's, what's Elmire about? Number one power play in the country. They have the number one power play in the country. They beat us here four to two, three of their four goals are on the power play. So we have to a stay out of the box B when we limit you know, we have to limit their chances, but when they get one or two, you know, we got to do our best to shut them Well, down. you just said PK was the thing a couple of minutes ago for those listening along. And I know you're going to keep the players focused on Elmira, and we do have to take our first break. So I need 30 seconds for me. But you've got to also, since you're hitting the road, be thinking about Lebanon Valley too. 
So what are we focused on with them? Yeah, Lab Valley's been at Lab Valley has been a nightmare for us. Uh, I think we've lost the last two times down there. They're, we're in the back in the old Hershey Arena this this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year they were in the Giant Center because the Hershey Arena had too much mold. Um, but anyone who's been in Hershey <laughs> Arena, it's it's a it's a historic building. It's yeah. it's I don't know how many years old. You can look it up. But it's a beautiful, I think, eight thousand seat arena, all wooden old seats. It's cool. There's ten people there watching us. So Jeez. it's just a dead, flat, old, hot, miserable building. And our guys get out there. They're, they're, the, the, the locker room's a sweat box, and it's just like, why are we here? This team sucks, and then we suck, and we lose, and everything sucks, and we go home miserable. And yeah, here we go. Boy, are you glad to get back to the ABC? Like you will. Exactly. You love the ABC, yeah. and you will again. Finally, getting back home on Valentine's Day. I know you got some things to do. You're going to go support the ladies a couple stops along the way. Always appreciate when this is one of them. Gary Heenan on the Sports Illustrated Show, of course, Utica College men's hockey coach. I love to call him the brain because he is the mastermind. ESPN Radio Utica Rome, now 96.5 FM. It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, and 96.5 FM. ESPN Radio Utica Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. In high school hoops, congratulations to Rome Free Academy senior guard Damian Call, who became the fifth player in that program to reach 1,000 points last night. Scored 31 in a 103-72 win over Notre Dame in Rome. And 1,000 points. Now he joins that exclusive club. Not so a, you could say he he uh, was lighting it up recently, huh? He, he was lighting it up recently. Hmm, I'm smelling something at the end of the Sportzilla show on Friday. A little feature we do called Who Lit It Up? That's courtesy of IBEW Local... IBEW 43. IBEW NECA Local Union 43. That's correct. Something along those lines. I have it right in front of me on Friday, so I don't screw that up. <laughs> I apologize to those guys if I did just now. But let's talk, man. We got a blockbuster trade in the NBA. Speaking of basketball. Might be the only one, by the way. Yeah, it's it's tomorrow at noon is the trade deadline officially, right? Uh, I believe so. And I had said to Scoop earlier, I think you see a little bit of activity tonight. I don't know if it's going to be a mega super duper blockbuster like happened in Major League Baseball. But then maybe a couple of last-minute deals tomorrow in the hour or two leading up to it, or maybe even that last-minute type of thing. You know, you have teams shoring up for the uh, playoffs, or you have teams going, geez, this season sucks. Let's get some draft picks. Tank mode, maybe uh, cutting some salary, others looking for the expiring contracts. There's a lot of variables that go into why deals happen. But what's what's the reasoning, for example, with this four-team trade between the Wolves, the Hawks, the Nuggets, the Rockets, that the Hawks get Clint Capella and Nene. Houston gets Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, and a second-round pick. Timberwolves, Evan Turner, Malik Beasley, Juancho Hernan Gomez, Willie Hernan Gomez, former Nick and Charlotte Hornets, brother Jared Vanderbilt, Brooklyn's 2020 lottery-protected first-rounder. Then Denver receives Gerald Green, Keita Bates-Diop, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, a Nick at one point, and Houston's first-round pick. The reason for this trade, Atlanta going in, Matt, what is your opinion? We were curious, just starting with Clint Capella, what you thought about this, because you are an NBA and basketball junkie. Uh, Capella's a, a good center, um, but it just was never going to work in Houston because they don't use that position. Yeah. It's a, they just need someone down there to uh, rebound. So they got PJ Tucker, I believe is his name. I suggested that perhaps they're looking ahead to the playoffs. And if you got to go up By against. By that, you mean the Rockets. Yes, yeah. yes. 
let's say you end up and you're taking on the Los Angeles Lakers, who's got AD, you need somebody to follow the guy. I mean, that's really what you need. Somebody to defend that position. Also, you got uh, someone in Dwight Howard, too, for the Lakers. Right. So, but some depth, perhaps it gives him the extra, listen, the extra set of fouls, you know, guys that can just knock him around inside. Yeah, but you have P.J. Tucker, six foot seven. And that's all you got. Six, seven. That's it. Against after this, getting rid of Nene. Yeah. After getting rid of Capella, you have nothing. They have nothing. They got to do something, right? Maybe this precipitates another trade. Could be. Or precedes another trade, excuse me. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski said that they have a 12 million um, trade exception that they can use between now and tomorrow. It's interesting if they do something. You would think somebody with some size. You would think. A- at least... Maybe athletic ability, a little six. Give me six ten with some athletic ability, something like that. In there, scoop. I, I mean, this is not a, a well, brand name trade. Well, yeah, that's my whole take on this. Is that it's positively underwhelming. It is. It and is. But since it's a trade of this magnitude, just before the deadline, everyone's like, "Woohoo, we got a trade finally!" But it's not a big firework. It's yeah. not an Andre Drummond trade like we're all expecting. It's not the Iguodala is going somewhere. It's not the Lakers added a piece. Which that's or, getting very toxic, by the way. Or or, or get or they sent Kuzma somewhere, which is my, probably part of the toxicity that you're alluding to. Yeah, um, you know, they're, it's rumored that the uh, Knicks were interested in Kuzma. Why? Why? Kuzma's eh. What's he going to do for the Knicks? Should be the best player on the team. Well, that's just <laughs> no. I'm kidding. That's yeah, just, but that's him just and Marcus it, Morris. I know. Why, I know. Why would he want to go there? I mean, obviously well, he doesn't have it's a. It's not say his it. choice. If, if if they move him there, but like GM LeBron is going to ship anyone anywhere. What What do they have? <laughs> what do they have to to in exchange? I, I mean, do you no. get rid of Mitchell Robinson? Or is it freeing no. up salary maybe so they can go after somebody else if if that's what they're going to do? I mean, everybody's talked about that piece that the Lakers need to add to really challenge the Clippers because they're the second hottest basketball team in Los Angeles. Pending an overwhelming offer, the Knicks have said basically it's Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett are the two untouchables. The rest of the roster, don't be surprised if they're gone. Don't be surprised if they're still there. So what about Kevin Knox for the Knicks? He's tradable, and I've seen some rumors online that he might be a player that they move. He's young. He Very young. That's, uh, but that is because of how inept this team has been, and getting rid of Scott Mills was a good start. There's no player development going uh, on. Th- none, and they don't stick with their young players. Think about how many young players have gone on to have productive careers and be the uh, be that certain piece on a roster, a team that's been successful. I mean, you could go on and on and on and on with that. The Knicks just don't have patience. And I don't know if they are developing these players the right way. How can well, you it's, not? It's hard when there's coaches being in and out every year. That's the thing. I, I, how could you not be developing somebody with the raw potential of an 18 year old Kevin Knox coming in after a year of seasoning in a major Division One college program? Agreed. How does that happen? Because it's a dumpster fire in New York. Um, because you're changing your coaching philosophy and front office philosophy every one or to two years. Because you have a toxic owner and it filters down throughout the entire organization and it has just permeated everything. Kind of like Coach was talking about the arena in Hershey. It was old and nasty and moldy and crappy and everybody can't stand it. <laughs> Is that James Dolan? <laughs> or James, it's James Dolan. That's what he's done to the Knicks and everything having anything to do with the Knicks. Unless... 
Do you think that Adrian Wojnarowski has credibility? Obviously. Woj, he's the man. Can we agree? Yeah. 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 I actually have a meme on my phone that's Woj bomb. He has given us some hope. If you're a Knicks fan like I am, a little positivity that maybe, just maybe, somehow, some way, it could be an option. The Knicks, of course. Executives know if you can put the infrastructure in place and build an organization the way Sean Marks did in Brooklyn, okay. the way Lawrence Frank and Mike Winger did with the Clippers, in these markets, you are going to get elite players. New York has not been able to build, Scott, that foundation that a star player comes in and says, plug me in, and, and we have a contender. They're not coming into essentially what's okay. an empty house. It's the boss, Matt Page, the glue guy. I'm Rain. It's definitely an empty house. Scoop is here, the SportsZilla Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. And Tiff is in studio. We're going to get to you in just a second, Tiff. But now commence to... Uh, making fun of me because I dare have even the slightest bit of hope because I want to believe what Adrian Wojnarowski just said so bad. Adrian Wojnarowski. 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 Yeah. He's another one of those. It's one of those tough ones. This is why you just say Woj. Exactly. Um, What is a quick way to fix your next? Quick way? Um, Sell the team. Sell the team. Aside from that. Aside from Dolan. Dolan's going to be part of the picture. As much as you hate it, it's going to happen. Have have a so an A list marquee free agent sign there that can then bring others to build around. It's not a huge free agent class this year. It's, it's a not good one at all. Other than that, it is to get young, the complementary pieces and develop them. Is Demar Derozan, and he's me. No, that's but that's not the guy that you're going to invest a, a big long term contract in to build around. Not at this point. James Dolan will. James Dolan would. That's the type of thing that he does. <laughs> this is Julius Randle is a perfect example of, of getting a C minus, maybe, you know, a good complimentary piece on another team, but that being his A free agent for the New York Knicks. You know, the Knicks are set up well contract wise because all these guys have team options. Absolutely. But you're going to have all this money. And no place to spend. But they're going to do the exact same thing this offseason that they did last offseason, that Agreed. they seem to do the offseason before that, and the one before that, and the one before that. And other than that, they had that one year where they had the 54 wins under Woods, Mike Woodson, but ultimately it was guys, it was guys like Marcus Camby was 38 years old at that point in yeah. time, you know, and it was, it was a ridiculous and it completely crumbled when it was all said and done. And it wasn't sustainable. Like, there was no future after that. It was try to win a couple of rounds in the playoffs because even then, there was no way that was a championship team. Was that uh, the Amari Stoudemire mellow Yeah, that, years? that was when that all happened. But there was even some injuries with him throughout the course of that season, too. He didn't play the full season, and he was a shell of himself at that point. Mike Woodson was a good coach with the pieces that he had. They constructed a roster that played Mike Woodson-style basketball. Agreed. You know, that focused on ISO with Carmelo because he was in his prime at that point in time. It's it's hard for the Knicks to um, get players to play to a certain coach's style because they're getting rid of the coach so quickly. Yeah, there, there's a lot of issues with that. I think we got to take our break, right? And, and look, let me just note, now in Los Angeles, the Clippers are better than the Lakers, and in New York, the Nets are better than the Knicks. Weird. It's a bizarre world. Look who the four reigning champions are in the four major sports, just not teams you would traditionally... Based not on major market, not not that you would expect in the recent in recent history, I suppose. Some strange names in there. It's nice to see. But I've got tickets to the golf show, so we're going to give those out right now. The golf show is at the Turning Stone Resort Casino, February 14th through the 16th. 
all the major golf brands. If you're somebody that's actually good at golf or likes to hack it up, you might be interested in this. So we'll give them away right now. Fifth caller, 315-768-1310. Some happy Gilmore trivia. 315-768-1310. The glue guy is going to ask you a trivia question. You get it right, those tickets are yours. Call 315-768-1310. Now, the Sportzilla Show is now streaming on the ESPN app. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. It is indeed, or you just say open ESPN Utica Rome if you've enabled the skill, if you've got the Amazon Alexa. We have a... Well, the station, let's start with the station at ESPNUR, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like, follow there. The Sportzilla Show is on Facebook. Look for the Sportzilla Show and at ESPN Sportzilla on Twitter. UCFC with their 4-3 win this past Friday over St. Louis and Rochester upcoming on Sunday. Well, that means we're going to have some guests for you over the rest of the week. Tomorrow, Ryan, kids in the hall, head coach, joins us. Bohjelovic, the captain, will join us on Friday Coffee for three tomorrow with Sean Coffee, the head coach of the Utica College men's basketball team. They beat Elmira this past Saturday, 83 to 66. I forget who they have upcoming. Anybody know it off the top of your head? Uh, Alfred and Houghton, maybe? Is it I Alfred? I believe you're right. Yeah. I believe you might be right. I do not have the schedule in front of me. That's my bad. Also, of note, I'm very excited to talk to Jeff Niddle from Accelerate Sports. He'll be in studio with us for the entire Sportsilla show. Five to six in here. He's going to contribute to everything we talk about. I love Accelerate Sports. My daughter plays in this winter indoor softball league. There, It's a nice facility over there. It is fantastic. And everybody that's an athlete that that just needs that type of a space to work on your skills off season. It's just, they do it all. They do it all there. I mean, literally like WWE style wrestling, they had an event there. Traditional wrestling, baseball, tennis, basketball, you soccer, it, they do it. You name it. I mean, it's really kind of amazing. Cross training. They've got that. I mean, I could go on and on top notch. So we'll get that done. It is also National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Now, we let off with Gary Heenan from Utica College Hockey talking about that. And Tiff was behind the camera because we had that segment on Facebook Live at ESPN. You are. But now we pop her in front of a microphone. She joins us here from time to time. And since you're one of the few ladies in here, I mean, you heard what we were talking about. This is a day to celebrate females in sports, broadcasters, athletes on every level. And we had asked you earlier in the day, just give everybody off the top of your head a few of the ladies that you admire in the world of sports. Um, First and foremost, I grew up loving Lisa Leslie. Um, Love her. Chloe Kim, who um, made a big splash in um, the last Winter Olympics as a snowboarder and then of course, Becky Hammond. You got to give it to Becky Hammond, the assistant coach for San Antonio Spurs. And Scoop, I mean, we were talking about so many of them a little bit earlier today. Aaron Hamlin. Aaron Hamlin comes to mind locally, but there's just so many. Gary Heenan mentioned Sean Coffey's wife, for example, Gabrielle Coffey, who's also a coach of the Herkimer County Community College women's basketball team. Obviously, we're leaving so many off the table, but they're out there. Shout out locally, Alicia Daddario. Yeah, Alicia Daddario, uh, now working for the Comets after being an anchor with WKTV. She does a great job. There's so many ladies that that young girls can look up to, and, and we're happy to acknowledge them. Even if we didn't do it by name, trust me, we'll shake your hand and say thank you if we see you out there in the community, which we will. I also want to give a shout out to uh, a lot of the social media accounts on uh just all across all platforms. It's mainly ran by women. Yeah, you brought some receipts to tell them about a couple. Eileen O'Malley, who we've had on Eileen before. O'Malley, who we've had here on the Sportzilla show. Um, and Amara Baptist, uh, she runs the tr- 
uh, Portland Trailblazers won. But it's uh, not just NBA. It's across all correct, sports. It's across all sports. A lot of ladies behind the scenes um, taking care of that. Protecting. I believe uh, the Patriots are all ran by women. Uh, Gillette Stadium. Also done by women. They're protecting the the brand uh, and the public brand of these franchises and these athletes. They need women to do it because us lunkheads wouldn't be able to. I was going to say, it is not an easy job. You really have to have your crap together. Uh, so while we've been talking, Tiff, one more name that pops to mind. Another female that you admire in the world of sports. Maybe somebody we didn't think of. Anybody. Um. So locally, I got to look at Nicolette Conklin. Um, for the Utica uh, Pioneers. She has, I've seen her around campus giving tours to prospective students. Um, I've seen her around with recruits. Like, she's just a great girl. I don't know her personally, but I've seen her around, and she really seems to love what she does. So I'm going to give it to her. You've admired her from afar, and that's exactly what we're talking about. We're acknowledging the ladies in the sports world that get it done, not just today on National Girls and Women in Sports Day, but every single day. All right, let's transition over to Major League Baseball. Sportzilla Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. Just a mega, super blockbuster, huge deal. Mookie Betts, David Price to the Dodgers. Just wow. I I mean, that's a team going for it. Did uh, Clint Capella get traded in that one, too? He might have. I mean, that's a 106-win team, though. Even though Kenta Maeda went to the Twins, one of their starting pitchers. I mean, how do you improve a 106-win team? You, you get David Price and Mookie Betts from the Boston Red Sox who are going into a rebuilding mode and saving themselves, by the way, close to $60 million. So let me ask about the Red Sox. Does this bring up any questions about the league as a whole? If the Red Sox, who is a huge market team, is a literally can print money, mm-hmm. why are they doing this? With Mookie Betts, who is in a once-in-a-generational talent. Because Mookie Betts is a free agent after this year. He's paying a ton in his final, getting paid a ton in his final arbitration year. He wants $420 million for 10 years. They don't want to pay him that. They want to get value in return for him before he walks at the end of this year if they keep him. And even with Mookie Betts, the Boston Red Sox are not that good at this point. And they're not going to be that good at this point. So why pay money if you're just going to be mediocre? And David Price, same thing. It sheds payroll, but you said it earlier, Scoop. Dodger Stadium might be a little bit more friendly to him as a pitcher than the bandbox of Boston, especially a left-handed pitcher where they're stacking righties against you. And it's, it's. I mean, they lie and say it's 300 down the line. It's 285 down the left field line. Yankees fans will miss him, though, because I think, what, uh, his ERA against the Yankees was like 5.11. Yankees pummel him. And, and, you know, so it was nice for Yankees fans to see him as often as they did. But I think he will pitch a little better in Dodger Stadium. And and look, sometimes I think uh, franchises want to reward a guy like Mookie by by letting them go for for having a, a a great career and for all they've uh, had that they've received from Mookie as a player. I mean, look, they're not going to do anything this year. They're Agreed. not going to challenge for a World Series championship. And like, there's the economic considerations as well, which is probably uh, first and foremost, to be honest with you. Well, especially but, how far away they are with contract negotiations. They wanted to do three hundred ten. He wants 420 12. 
Isn't that funny, all the monopoly money we're talking about? Yeah, like it's nothing. Like it's just it's just chump change. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, you're talking about one of the top five players in Major League Baseball, at least position players. Uh, let's wrap up our segment, though, with the words of Jeff Passan. This is all born out of the cheating scandal of the Astros and then the Red Sox. And here we are a few days before spring training. There is no manager for the Boston Red Sox, as if they didn't trade probably arguably one of their better pitchers and by far their best position player. They have no manager. So how does that affect things? The question is, are they going to go with someone who's on the inside right now, or are they going to go with an outside candidate like Pipe Urueta, who's the bench coach uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks? And logic just tells me that even if the better candidate is from the outside, you almost have to go with someone internal right now. Like, I remember when Alex Cora took over the Boston Red Sox a couple years ago, he flew around the country meeting with his players, getting to know them, getting that rapport, that relationship, that trust with them all before spring training. Can you imagine going into a spring training where you don't know people in the organization? I'm not just talking your players. I'm talking the front office people. I'm talking the clubhouse people having to build all of those relationships while, oh, by the way, managing the Boston Red Sox in that media market with a team that just traded its best player like that is a difficult proposition for Anybody, no matter how talented you are. So a few things that happened up on the Syracuse Hill. We're going to tell you what those were next on the SportsZilla Show. ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. CentralNewYorkHelpWanted.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. What are you doing, Dave? We need help with payroll. I'm doing squats, Mr. Employee of the Month. I'm taking your advice and I'm working my butt off. That's not what I meant. Glutes of steel. Feel them right here. Ah, uh, Dave. Now I have to call HR. We believe local businesses should be packed with more local employees of the month and fewer Daves. We make it easy to post a job and it's local so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. CentralNewYorkHelpWanted.com Local jobs that work. CentralNewYorkHelpWanted.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Uh, hey Dave, why is the other Dave chopping down a tree out front? Well, Mr. Employee of the Month, you said you needed some sap. I said I needed that report ASAP as in right away. Oh, so what does that have to do with the tree? Oh boy. We believe local businesses should be packed with more local employees of the month and fewer Daves. We make it easy to post a job and it's local so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. CentralNewYorkHelpWanted.com Local jobs that work. For college and NBA hoops, beer, and great food, there's no better place to watch the game than the Killebrew Saloon in New Hartford. For hoops and hops, the Killebrew Saloon has SU games, college hoops, and the NBA on their big screens throughout the bar. And anytime you want to watch SU hoops served up with 22 ice-cold beers on tap, it's got to be at the Killebrew. And Killebrew's wings have been voted the best. If you want to watch hoops, watch, eat, and drink at the Killebrew Saloon. 10 Clinton Road, New Hartford. Bostwick Liquor at 137 West Dominic Street in Rome, right across from Fort Stanwix, has been family-owned and operated for over 80 years. They have a huge selection of wines and liquors, along with a knowledgeable staff to help you make your choice. Bostwick Liquor has the lowest prices in Rome, and they can prove it. Discounts on wine by the case, plenty of convenient parking, and they are open seven days a week. If you are planning a party, their staff of experts can help you with how much you will need. Stop in, look around. You will be amazed by their selection 
selection. You can call them at 315-336-5570. For service, selection, and price, you just can't beat Bostwick Liquor. Serving Rome and vicinity for over 80 years, the friendly staff at Bostwick Liquor is always ready to serve you. Please always enjoy responsibly. Bostwick Liquor, 137 West Dominic Street, right across from Fort Stanwix. Their phone number again, 315-336-5570. It's Bostwick Liquor, 137 West Dominic Street in Rome. Successful for a reason. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. At Standard, we do heating like no one else. For example, repair. If your heating system stops working, we'll come out and take a look at it for free. And if it's an easy fix, less than an hour with no parts needed, we'll get you back up and running for free. No matter the brand or who originally installed it, you can count on Standard to fix the problem. Our techs are Nate certified and many have more than 25 years of experience. Our team can also help you avoid a breakdown with seasonal maintenance. Our clean tune and safety check service is now only $59 for a gas furnace. And if you need to replace your old system, you could qualify for 0% financing for 24 months and get new heating for as little as $47.50 a month. If you have a quote from someone else, don't sign it. There's now a better option for heating. Call Standard at 315-738-1424 because we promise to save you money. A new ESPN Radio 96.5 FM. It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, and 96.5 FM ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Syracuse football, they signed Tony White up. As defensive coordinator from Arizona State, he was there with Herm Edwards, and he's going to install that 3-3-5 defense that Dino Babers is enamored with. I think that's great because that's what they wanted to get from Zach Arnett before he bolted for Mississippi State. And got a couple of quarterbacks, Syracuse football did. Dylan Markowitz, 6'4", 215 from McKinney, Texas, North High School. And Jacobian Morgan, 6'4", from Canton High School in Canton, Missouri. Is that Missouri or Mississippi? I don't know. Anyways. Montana? Uh, MS, something like that. Things are geographically... The geography of things lately, I don't know if you've noticed, has been getting screwed up. Is it Washington, D.C., Washington State? Where is Kansas City? Did you know that there's (laughs) a Kansas City in Kansas and in Missouri? Holy cannolis. Sorry, I didn't mean to take it down that... That tangent scoop continue. Uh, that would be Mississippi. I'm looking that up, I believe. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, Dino Babers, by the way, with a quick comment, if I could, on the quarterbacks. You know, we did a we did a really long, thorough search across the nation. We really wanted to make sure that we felt that whoever we signed there had some of the physical abilities to uh, help us and. Uh, we couldn't be more excited about the two, two young men that we got. They both have fabulous height uh, based off of uh, 
when the recruiting season was going on, I was able to put eyes on them along with other coaches on the staff. And we really feel like we've got two quality guys, even though from a star standpoint, uh, in the beginning, they may have not matched what people feel their criteria was. But from uh, physical characteristics and meeting them and watching them operate on the board and, and seeing them operate with their offenses, we think we've got two high-quality guys. And uh, I'll just always remember people, I mean, I'll always remind people that, you know, I got an opportunity to go watch Jimmy Garoppolo play in the, in the Super Bowl, and he had just as many stars as the last two guys that we recruited. Of course, you know, that could be a coincidence, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, when your head coach had happened to coach one of the quarterbacks, even though his team lost, that was recently as of a couple of days ago in a Super Bowl it tends to lend to his credibility in my mind. Just a little scouting report on uh, Markowitz. Uh, he's not very much of a dual-threat quarterback, but he can at least uh, get out of the pocket if needed. 4,187 yards, 45 touchdowns, six interceptions during that se- senior season. 72% of passes completed. Good for him. Solid numbers. Uh, yeah, and I just I just love everything about Dino Babers, and I'm glad he's a Syracuse coach. All of you that drink the orange haterade, stop it. Stop it. Drink the orange Kool-Aid like I do and continue to be a homer. I support this. This program is in the best position it's been for a very long time. Scoop, Rain, Matt, the glue guy and Tiff in studio. Scoop and I will jump on the mics for Comets pregame. The glue guy will take care of business behind the scenes. The Utica Comets and Laval tonight. Are you hyped for pregame at 630, Scoop? Well, yeah. Comets should have Reed Boucher back, Dyson Stevenson and Jonah Gadjevich. Uh, which is needed when you got Justin Bailey and Zach McEwen up with the Canucks. So, you know, go get them tonight. Yeah, and a confident goaltender. Uh, of course, Mikey DiPietro's been been out there quite a bit if you're following along on social media and things like that. Um, kind of figuring he's going to get the start tonight. He seems to be playing overall a little bit better than Zane. 6.30, comments pregame over on the Brothers Station. This is the Sports Illustrated Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome. Now 96.5 FM. See you tomorrow at 5.